Beverly Hills is pure class until a scorned housewife goes Oklahoma on your ass. Friend, family, or foe, relationship status can change quickly in the 90210. These lips are made for talking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these lips will cotton candy all over you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. This is a Real Housewives true crime podcast. And this week, we'll be searching for the answer of where the fuck is Trisha? That's right. And here is my key correspondent. She is the central intelligence agency of this podcast. It's Kalindi. Hey, hey. How are you? Divine. Are you are you ready to search for Trisha? Where's Trisha? I <laughs> that's all everywhere. I thought about this whole episode. Everywhere. And we'll get there. Where where is Trisha? Where's Trisha? Who's Trisha? Um, I looked for her in the sweets. I looked for her with the deli meats. <laughs> I looked for her here. I looked for her there. Redfish, <laughs> bluefish. Where's that Trisha fish? We don't know. We don't know. Um, does she exist? Is she real? Who knows? Who knows? Is she real? You're such a fucking liar, Camille. You're so- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's right. And that'll be on next week's uh, rendition of You're Such a Fucking Liar, Camille. And Camille is a dancer. Because that is all this podcast is about. Camille dancing. Camille Grammar, uh, she's a really cool dancer. Donatachi the dancer. Um, and let's get into it. It's time for hard-hitting news. What's the sitch? Tell me more. Sherry Shepard is set to host her very own talk show on Fox. She says, OMG, I'm so excited to hear my to have my dream come true and debut my very own show, Sherry, in the fall. I can't wait to return to New York to host the show and merge everything I love. Pop culture, talk, entertainment, and comedy. I'm so thankful to Debmar Mercury and Fox for partnering with me on this show and look forward to this new journey. Her new show will inherit the time slot of the Wendy Williams show and Shepard and her producing partner will serve as executive producers along with the showrunner David Perler, who held a similar role for 12 out of 13 seasons of the Wendy Williams show. Okay, it's time. It's time. It's really weird for how long we've been ho- having the Wendy Williams show. Starring Sherry Shepard? Without <laughs> Wendy Williams. Where's Trisha and where is where's Wendy Williams? Williams? Okay, but it was time for Wendy Williams to go. Like, I know she's been through a lot, but she was kind of becoming toxic. I, I have to say, I love the Wendy Williams show. I think Wendy Williams is an icon, a diva. She is naturally hysterical. She's gre- uh, gregarious. She's perfection. But I just think that you know, sometimes it's too much and it's time for her to walk away for a little while and really focus on herself. Love That's and prayers, think. Wendy. Love and prayers and Sherry Shepard. I watched that announcement. You know, it was, it was, it's just, it's all strange to me. I don't know that there's ever been another situation. They must have really wanted Wendy back where they let somebody go on leave that long while running the show in the same format, being like, welcome to the Wendy show with Wendy, like in all, everywhere. And it's like uh, Wendy wasn't there. <laughs> on soap operas, you know, when someone's sick and they're like, the part of Stefano will temporarily be played by. Right. Like they make the announcement. Yeah. Well, the part of Wendy Williams has temporarily been played by Sherry Shepard and Sherry Shepard will continue to play herself in the fall. 
Okie dokie. The LA Rams wide receiver and his wife, uh, so, oh, Samaria? Samaria? Samaria. Samaria. Correct me if I'm wrong. Samaria. I like Samaria. Open up about welcoming their son, Champ, on the same day as Jefferson's big Super Bowl win. To have a baby on the day you win the Super Bowl, I think that's unheard of. I don't think anyone can top that. I don't know how I can I can top that. I think that was the ultimate best day of my life, just to experience a Super Bowl win, to have the feeling, and to have a baby right after is just the best feeling you can't describe up in this dancery. I agree. And honestly, I, I might have named the baby dancery. So, uh, um, and I'm those pictures of that baby with the with uh, the, his other kids are adorable. 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 I love seeing toddlers hold babies that are almost as big as them. Oh, and they're so proud <laughs> yes. and like so into it. You know like, that they think they're so old. They're yes. like, I can handle this baby, and I'm like, yes. it's literally three pounds less than you. <laughs> Hand me over that baby. Hand me over that baby. I'll teach uh, you a thing or two. I'll give you a one, two, a two, see. <laughs> um, and let's get into the real-time revelations. Was there a Real Housewives of OC this week? No. Because if there was, okay, good. Because, so, my DVR had recorded one, but I couldn't play it. So, I think it was a mistake it on was, um, the DVR's fault. No, it did record something, but it was, like, one of the never-before scenes, I think. No, no, mine recorded the new episode and it had four versions and I couldn't play it. Like I kept uh, clicking on it and it wouldn't play. It's like they had posted it, like it had already played, but right. they, and then they caught their mistake but never took it down. So I couldn't, I was like, I either missed it. And you know what? It's been a, a other than New Jersey, New Jersey was New Jersey this week. New Jersey, let's get into it because here's a hot take. I'm going to go down a little hard on Teresa. Thank God. But, because I have to. I have to. I would never let any other housewife get away with what she did this week. Never. Ever. I would I would rather Louie just not be on the show if Absolutely. he's going to behave this way. Because, and he doesn't want to be a public, uh, not be a public person. He just wants to be shown in the best light. Exactly. And I don't appreciate that bullshit. And that's a problem. And that is a problem. her event. Which makes it even worse. I, I didn't like how he spoke to her about like the mic stuff. Like turn I just it off. Did, and I and honestly, I didn't. I I do love when a producer comes in. I love seeing them dressed in their in their pants. I felt a little bad they had to be masked when everybody else wasn't. I'm like, you know, these people are getting tested every day and they're vaccinated. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I mean, I wear a mask at work. I'm not an anti-masker. I just felt a little bad that they're like standing Chasing around and people. everybody yeah. else is not in a mask. And I'm like, come on. Um. But I, you know, I just felt like he has asked to be on the show. Quite frankly, you have to agree to be on the show. So Absolutely. like when she was like, this is my life, not his, he did choose to be on the show. There are plenty of people, to, speaking of Camille Donatacci, when she had her husband, there are plenty of people that whose husbands really aren't on the show. Yeah. So, you know, I just don't appreciate, and I think that he would be way better received if he just explained himself. And exactly, because, so I can't believe, Teresa, we love you. You need this show for your daughters. Do not... Let this man. That's what I was thinking. Away. Don't fuck this up. This is really your only opportunity. Like, please do. Please. You're a you're a star. But like I I, I was so well, frustrated with her. So and like I said, it was her event. He wanted to be on the show. They moved it to Jen's house. And you can't just turn off your mic. And then when um she 
texted Melissa and then Melissa read it in front of the group. I did think that was shitty, but I'm so confused Wait, because you know, shitty Mel. Yeah. But beautiful think, shitty mouth. <laughs> she, she's that's, she, she's beautiful. She's got she that is, going for her. Um, but I just was so confused too because I I mean the video is weird as shit like for sure. And I'm not saying like just I say was, you had like a momentary psychosis. You had a fucking breakdown. You needed to be fifty one fifty. Put him in an, uh, a conservatorship like Amanda Bynes. Like it's not that big of a deal. We've seen worse. I just yeah, but I just think that that like it's a retreat. That's just rich people shit. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, right. but I, would I be alarmed if, like, I knew someone actually close to me and in our normal lives, their husband or boyfriend went to that? Also, yeah. who wouldn't be talking about it? I have to be like, you know what I mean? Like, anybody would gossip about that. It's really not that big of a deal. See, I don't find that video to be that alarming. Literally, when people go through breakups and shit like that, they do the craziest things. But he was so doing it, like, to get her back. I think she wanted him to go there. No, I know, but I'm like when people are going through the woes of like a bat of a oh, yeah, failing relationship, sure. you become not yourself, and that's completely like everybody can relate to that. All you have to be like is like, listen, I was trying to save my relationship, I wasn't myself because I was spiraling out of control because my life was out of control, and in the shit, like but be a man and just step up and explain yourself. One hundred percent, but I don't think he's ashamed of it. It's my the the thing that is that, and, that and probably not because Joe Gorga said he invited him to go. So I don't think that the issue is the video. And he's like, oh my gosh, I what needed to be fifty one fifty. I think he stands by it. I think the problem is that they, he's like they're trying to make me look crazy. You know and what I'm I saying? I have a message for Louie. Louie, if you ruin Teresa, if you try to bring her down, we're coming for you. Just... Two words. Tiny Manzo. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, and well, that loved Dolores. I loved Dolores literally at the beginning of the episode in Jackie's, like her forehead on her chin, about to fight her. And then like 30 seconds later, they're fine. She's like, no, we're fine. Jackie was like, we're friends. It's fine. That's I'm Patterson. Like, Oh, I loved, I loved the old pictures of her and Patterson. I love Frank describing Dolores from Patterson. I just loved it all. I love seeing more of Dolores. I like her without David. I think we get to see, I think she's being the most open she's ever been. I am wondering how her new boyfriend is going to play into next season. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, yeah. if she really is in love, do you think she would walk or... No, I don't think she'll walk. He's uh, looks a little younger to me. I think that, I think, like Teresa, they picked people and have that conversation. To be honest, I 100% I think that Teresa, when they were on that date last season, they've had the conversation, are you okay with being on camera? Right. And because I'm going to continue to be on camera. Because I think that Dolores, who looks more beautiful every season... I think that she loves this. I think she really enjoys it. I think she shines here. I think it's a. I think it's a moment and a reason to be around her friends, and you know, I, and I love that. Loves it. Yeah, and Frank loves it. I think. I think this cast. I mean, to be honest, last season I wouldn't have said this same because you know how Jackie skews me out, but I'm having a lot of compassion for her this season. Um, but I, I, I think this cast is probably the most solid we've seen since we were in the Tinsley New York days. Um, oh you know, I think it's pretty up there with, with their compatibility and how they interact with each other and are able to have conflict, but also able to have fun. Yeah, because I think that they would all are connected outside of the show. 
Right. Absolutely. That's when it works the best, when there's actually something to lose and there's something to gain at the same time, um, not just something to gain like there is in Beverly Hills. Yeah. That's Teresa, what they're fighting for. come to work. Teresa, come to work. Also, what's really sad about this episode is Jen. What is Jen wearing? What is happening to Jen? Jen is having a full-on breakdown. Talk about Amanda Bynes. Somebody go save Jen. She's <laughs> going to go to the retreat with Louie. Like, yeah. Well, she needs something. I mean, the clothes. The, I, I can't tell whether it's just that visor that's ruining all her outfits or the, all the outfits are terrible, too. But everything going on here, she looks like a prairie woman on the verge. Like, I don't think I she's just... ever had the best taste. Honestly, Jersey as a whole has pretty bad fashions. Uh, yeah, I know. We're 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 all dealing with Giselle's uh, Giselle's stylist yes. in Jersey, but no, I'm not saying she's ever had the best fashions. But now they're they're pretty bad. They're like old country making borscht fashions <laughs> right now. Like I was concerned for her. I was like, this this new nose in Turkey is really really <laughs> centered down down a rabbit hole. And somebody <sighs> needs to go save her. She's like, lost her sense of smell yeah. and her sense of taste. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. She's down to three senses. I bet uh, that, um, honestly, that the designer, whoever is sending her that stuff. Wow. Well, you, you know, know yeah. I mean, I'm you can say no. We're sending me stuff for free. I'd be like, sure, I'll wear it. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever. 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 Just throw it on me. It's uh, fine. Please do my then, makeup while I sleep. Right. <laughs> and then the least climactic finale I think I've ever seen. Salt Lake City finale. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? I had to read a recap because I don't even remember watching it. Oh, well, I mean, who can't forget that sexy Whitney Rose scene at the beginning? Oh. That was that so has uncomfortable to stop. This bizarre. has to stop. You know, if they didn't have children, especially young children, it probably wouldn't have bothered me as much. No, but it I'm bothered like, me with everyone. Like Tamara, no, Eddie, t- t- Kern, the, the first, The Please first stop. time, the Tamara, Eddie. Oh, in that bathtub. Oh. And Tamara talks about how much she regrets that. I mean, and who wouldn't? But this was, this was another thing. Also because I felt like Justin was weirdly into it. Like it wasn't like they were both forced. Like it was just, also, who wants to do that? I'm not putting down a tarp and getting paint all over my body and like going to the races. Like, no, I need to shower. Like, this is uncomfortable for me. Then the Vita Tequila party, the theme was a little disjointed, didn't understand. Don't know what Jenny's mad about. <laughs> Jenny, you could go talk to Mary too. She's just sitting over there with that crazy hair stewing. Like, she's and then stewing. She throws and the she's glass. stewing. Yeah. Why? Yeah, if you're going to throw a glass, you throw a glass directly at the ground, like Tamara in OC, and after you throw it at Gina's face. Like, just throw it. Um, I and just... all of Teresa's glass throws. And oh, Jen yeah. had a glass throw last season. There's, I mean, Jersey is the king of glass throwing. I don't know. It was just anticlimactic. I Did Lisa Renna throw a glass, right? Or she just yes, broke it. Yes, yes, yes. We want to talk about the husband. Yes. Yeah, and she threw it right on the ground. Or did she just? She didn't I think break she it in her... like crushed it on the table because yeah. I think she was gonna like use it as a shank. Yeah, I always think of. Away. Those yeah. poor Dutch people. I uh, oh my god, and Kyle literally literally ran away. Her, her, her feathers. <laughs> what a what a like scene. she was a cur- uh, like she was Superman looking for a telephone. You want to talk about the husband? In. 
Oh, God, I wish I could say that to somebody. You want to talk about the husband? Uh, and one day. I'll, there will be a time and there will be a place. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about Don't let husband? it be me. No, don't worry. It'll be a sh- complete stranger. Um, <laughs> I, I won't even know if they're married. It'll probably be a child. It'll be a 10-year-old. You want to talk about the, It'll literally be my neighbors. I'll be like, you want to talk about the husband? What are you doing in my yard? Um yeah, I don't really remember anything specifically that got me jacked up about this episode of Salt Lake City. I did kind of, you know, how I'm a bar hoe. I did kind of love when Lisa came over and she's like, no, I love it. I love when you broke that glass. No, it's fine. I was like, of course you did. Like, of course you love that because it's the only thing happening here. It was such a weird party. I, I loved when I did love this. I loved when Heather said, I hate these bitches. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, so does Clindy. So does Clindy. I hate these bitches. Um, I truly do. And I, guys, you'll be happy to hear I did start Miami. I think I'm four episodes in. I don't know. They all kind of run together to me. Very juicy. You love? Don't, don't understand. I am very confused why Marisol and Adriana aren't real housewives. Aren't full time. Right. That's why. I well, they're, they're in every scene, every episode. Right. So did they get paid as much? Did nobody get paid? Maybe yeah. that's what happened. I don't know. Maybe these people just did it to be famous. And... I have one thing to say. If I was Martina Navratilova, I would be coming for that bitch. Mm-hmm. Not Adriana for the her wife. I'm like, what yeah. are you doing? Also, you're married to one of the greatest tennis stars of all time, and you know nothing about tennis. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. I, I just can't handle have it. Have handsome Nick come give you some tennis lessons. I mean, did you not watch every episode of The Housewives? Ramona's played tennis every season for 8,000 years. We it's literally had tennis matches between Jill and Ramona. <laughs> come on. I know mostly about tennis from The Housewives. So get it together. Okay. Well, here we are. And next week we will be starting a three-part. Thank God it's not a four-part. I think we, could, we might be able to pick three parts out of this season and i think we should stick to two part reunion so andy two parts two steps oh. this time for um uh, salt lake city oh it's two, how many parts three luckily not four because i can never do a four-part reunion again but i think we could probably for most reunions stick to two parts i think we should stick to one but <laughs> you think that they should stick to the bottom of our shoe and be canceled. So. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, anyhoos. Okay, well, let's sit back, relax, rewind, and get ready to go back to October 28th of 2010. What were we listening to? Just the way you are, still. And wow. just a dream. Nelly. Just a dream. We were watching Paranormal Activity 2, which I did see that first one. And I I hate these movies where they're mockumentaries because I really thought it was a real movie at first. And I was like, oh, like this isn't this isn't tantalizing me if it's all fake. Yeah. It's only good if it's real. And then we're still watching One Tree Hill and Skins. I don't know what Skins is. Do you? I don't remember. Is it I a sports like, show? No, I think it was on MTV or something. Hmm. Got it. Now all we're watching is skims. So, uh, <laughs> and what were in the headlines? MySpace is introducing a new website design with a focus on younger users and a drive to stem subscriber losses and distinguish itself from Facebook, the biggest social network. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, babe. That's a bell. 
Sorry, good try. Bye, Tom. I mean, it's still existing, I guess, but who knows what happens there. Um, and then fashions, we have uh, wedge sneakers and shutter shades. Love that. Um, want them together. And then in the gossip, uh, according to real estate agent who listed her Wayne, New Jersey house on the market, the controversial Real Housewives of New Jersey star ha has allowed her property to turn into an eyesore. I've had neighbors call irate as anybody would be to have a house nearby that's neglected like this. Coldwell banker uh, agent Bob Lindsay told CelebrityMagnet.com. Lindsay is the court-appointed agent uh, who's been trying to sell Danielle Stabs 6,200 square foot property since February. Hmm. I mean, it did eventually sell because then she moved into that condo with her lesbian lover, remember? Is that the same one that she still has, the townhouse? Or is it? did she move to a different one when she married Marty and then she kept that after the divorce? She kept Marty's house. Okay, so it was Marty's house that she lives in now. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that whole Marty, the, the hair pool. <sighs> that seems like a long time ago. It does. It seems like a very long time ago, and it really wasn't. Um, and that's all we have to say about Sour Stab. Um, and let's get into this episode. This episode, we're heating up. First two episodes, a little light. Beginning of this episode, a little light. Towards the end, I was literally laughing out loud. I, yes. think that, I think that the magic started here. Absolutely. I think what happens is there really is this edifice and the talking heads are really edited. The early Beverly Hills is edited so well and they really do really nice shade in, in the talking heads. Like it, it, it really works. I mean, the eye rolling in this episode is so intense and I'm obsessed. So we start out with, Camille and Nick playing tennis. Handsome Nick. Camille and her good friend, handsome Nick. He is very handsome. Um, both, both, both these people are married. Um, I agree nothing with harmless flirting. This was not yeah. harmless flirting. No, it wasn't harmless flirting. It was just friendly flirtation. Uh, flirt, flirtation. Nothing nefarious. Nothing nefarious. Nothing nefarious. Um, and I would like to tell nefarious. Uh, <laughs> nefarious Gump. Um, and then. <laughs> Uh, I would like to know that only strippers stretch like Camille stretched on that tennis court. I was Absolutely. Like, she was like, oh, I need to stretch out. She literally sticks both of her legs behind her ears and starts just bouncing on her butt. <laughs> like, I'm like, what are you doing? What do you, <laughs> nobody stretches like this. This is bizarre. Um, Camille, the whole episode tries to convince us that she likes to do sports. Mm -hmm. She likes doing sports. She loves sports. She loves talking about sports. She loves sports. She's I, a guy's girl. But she needs taught how to play tennis by handsome Nick um, and Nefarious himself. And her body looks sick, though. She looks great. I mean, it's just such a bizarre scene. I mean, I was uncomfortable the whole yeah. time. And where the fuck is his wife, Trisha? Um, because... This is, was he married? I, we're going to have to do some research. We're really going to have to get into this because I don't even know if he was really married. We will let you know. We will let you know. We um, are on the ground in this investigation. Yes. And then, then we go to like, this is like a quick dash montage of scenes till we get to Las Vegas. We're at Adrian's at home. She calls Paul in. I love the, the cut scenes of her yelling throughout the manor. Um, on the intercom. Yes. Paul. Paul. 
And nobody has ever hated somebody more than Adrian Hadrian. <laughs> That's all I have to oh, say. Oh, it is disgusted. She is it disgusted is with at every single thing he does. Yeah. Like it is genuinely like that she just found out he cheated on her in their bed. You know, like right. something so that just like brings out every little thing about them and you're really trying to make it work for the kids, but you want to stab him in a right. sleep. Absolutely. It's just insane. Because once again, she's going to Vegas because she it wants to see Jay-Z, who's playing at their venue, even though it's sold out, obviously. She's the owner. And he wants to go. And she's like, God, you just went with me last time. He goes, what about the guys? And she was like, yeah, the guys, but not you. Yeah. Like She's like, love them to come. But that doesn't mean you, right? Anyone you're, but you. You're not Please, invited. anyone but you. <laughs> I would love people to join me, not you. Weren't you just here? Like, why are you still here? Like, You're, who are you? We're spending a lot of time together, Paul. And, and I love that Paul was like, Paul, looking like the most dorky dad, was like, I love Jay-Z. And I'm like, you love Huey Lewis in the news. Like, it's hip to be square. Like, you don't love Jay-Z. I love Jay-Z. I was like, no, you don't. Like, yeah, this is you don't. bizarre. And then I thought it was so funny because she says, "You, I'll call the girls, you call the guys. I'm like, do they need separate calls? can't we just invite them all at once can we send a text like, uh, yeah absolutely so funny then he walks away and his shoes are squeaking and she is literally biting, wow. through, biting through her tongue those shoes make a lot of noise <laughs> she's like good I I am calling my lawyer as we speak <laughs> this is over fun um, bickering and then there's a little bit um, Adrian calls Camille this scene looked like to me I'm trying to figure out the timeline because it almost felt like they were trying to say that the women hadn't met Camille. She was like, I want to include Camille. She's a good friend, friend of mine. They were just, they were describing how they knew each other again. It was kind of an odd, like I didn't know when this had taken place. Um, and Camille was like, yeah, I need a break. Camille's such a giver. She gives everything to everybody. The giver was not by Lois Lowry. It was by Camille Donatachi grammar because she just gives 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 to everybody and she needs a break she needs a break she's exhausted and then we go and then they call kyle too i mean there's a lot of these like weird little montage scenes and then we go to lisa at villa blanca who invited the women over for a tasting i love to see her in the kitchen thought her heels were gonna get stuck in those mats oh seemed definitely very, seemed very dangerous to me i loved watching gabe make risotto loved it bring out the risotto i want the carbs Mm, always and she talks to the chef right i do like that i really especially back then i mean i think because i mean beverly hills has kind of become a pervasive and like villa blanca so i think sometimes these scenes are a little old to me i'm like oh okay like yeah we're at villa blanca again because i've seen (laughs) so much of the restaurants that i'm like don't we own a share in villa blanca at this point you know right um and i i'm it, all the scenes are so bright and shiny. I can see why we were intra- attracted to them. I loved, I love all the Russell shade. I mean, I love that she was like, Russell, a sexy cowboy. Didn't see that coming. I was like, they a literally are- A cowboy. Taylor you know. described him as a hurly cowboy. So when I met him, I was shocked. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was really rude. And then um, there's all the air kissing. Like oh, so much air kissing. Oh my it. gosh. Sometimes I- like- when people air kiss me, I, which does happen sometimes, and I find it very strange, um, I go overboard. Like, if somebody gives me one air kiss, I go 15. I'm like, 
I'm like, if we're going to do this, we're going for it. But I really wonder if they need extra Botox from all the lip puckering that they do. Well, they all got it, whether they needed it or not. So those fine lines, Lord. those fine lines. And then Lisa went into the bathroom again and somebody <laughs> stole another mirror. I was like, where's Kristen Doty? Kristen Doty stole another this fucking mirror. absolutely Kristen. It's at Jax's house right now. Somebody stole a mirror again. I was like, um, rewind the cameras. Like, how big was this mirror? <laughs> you can't just walk out with a mirror. And did so they funny. bring power tools? Because usually they're bolted to the wall or something. To get a mirror off a wall without breaking it, I'm wondering if we were doing like a hanging from a wire kind of hanging mirror. I hope so. Or or are we doing a mirror that's huge and propped against the wall? Oh. You know what I mean? Just one of those massive propped mirrors. Are these people paying off like the other workers? We're getting Kristen Doty on the phone because we know that she has all of Villa Blanca in her house. Or she did at one time, and then she broke it when she was drunk. Um, love Kristen Doty. Love her crazy, by the way. Not coming for her. Her I crazy. Whew, I love it. I mean, I, I drink a cup of that crazy soup. You crave uh, it. And then there's this weird conversation about how Camille is a struggling mother. because A single oh, mother. A struggling single mother. Mm-hmm. She was like, yes, the boy's sick. The boy's been sick for two <laughs> days. The, the male child has how's been sick for two Jude? days. How's your brother Jude? Hi, how's your brother Jude? I hear, I hear from the help that he's been sick for I a few days. I hear he's fallen ill. <laughs> well, tell him mother bids him do. Gotta go play some tennis with old I've handsome Nick. I've called the town doctor. <laughs> it's such a weird, like, and, you know, whatever. Like, if that's the kind of mom you want to be. But I'm like. She's like, I re- I see your struggle, Kim. And I was like... Is it the tuberculosis? You, <laughs> right? She's like, being a mother of two children and four nannies is exhausting. exhausting. <laughs> and she's a giver. She's, she's a, a giver. giver. Yep. Then we have everybody packing. And we got that star, Rosia. I love Rosia. One of the things, other than you're such a fucking liar, Camille, that I say all the time, is there's a scene, I don't know what season's in, but where... Rosia, poor Rosia, is packing up clothes from Lisa's closet. And she asked to charity. Them. Yes. Yeah. And she goes, Rosia, you're very fortunate. And like, you're privileged, <laughs> Rosia. She's like, you get to be the help for a very rich woman. You it's get like, to launder all of these beautiful clothes. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. I'd say it all the I time. knew immediately. I'm like, You're very fortunate. I knew immediately when you said. Oh Rosia my god! Because I, I love that scene. About that. You're very fortunate. I was like, is, is she? Is, is, is she, she really? Is Can she we see her salary, please? <laughs> I don't even really care what her salary is. She is literally bringing you tea and washing your your pantalones like i and your jiggy and your dog she gives yeah dog can you can you imagine can you, you're very fortunate um no the only person that i think sometimes is fortunate is jeff lewis's what was her name what was her? oh zoila yeah i thought that's Zoyla the love pretty, of my life yeah me too and i thought that they had a great relationship but zoila would have got to keep the clothes so mm-hmm. um so then they do a Kyle, Kyle, Kyle's explanation to how she packs is very me. I pack for every situation too. I said that too. And Matt was like, 
Yes, that's absolutely accurate. I because you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know the weather. And, you know, you got to be prepared. Especially on camera, because she said that she does at least three outfits a day, plus backups. Because It was very you. I felt like, I felt the explanation was like, yeah. you were like, you were like, I I mean, I was, when she said it, I was like, I get you. Like, What I, if it's cold? What if I feel chubby? see each other. Like, yeah. I got that. Yeah. What if it's cold? What if it rains? And, what if it, and, and you're on camera. You don't want to feel chubby in your Also, office. somebody else is hosting, so you don't know what events they're going to throw at you. So true. That's why I always ask for an itinerary. And when people are like, I don't know, I'm like, wow. Can you send me an itinerary show. for wow. the weekend? This is, yeah. is wow. going to be rough. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow Bethany. Wow. wow. Um, and then and then we have, um, and then they're heading to the airport. What happens at the palm doesn't stay at the palm, says Adrian. But wait, also, when Kyle's oh. packing with Farah, mm -hmm. she says they're going to a Jay-Z concert, and she doesn't oh, yeah. have any of his songs, Not but any. knows he's cool because he's married to Beyonce. Yeah. I, I also loved Kyle and her rollers. I love seeing these ladies in rollers. Oh, I love a Velcro roller. I'm not going to lie. Me too. I, I mean, honestly, I would love to see everybody in a Velcro roller. I want a yearbook of people in Velcro. I want one. My hair is almost long enough right now to have one. Yeah, I love um, a Velcro roller. I maybe I am roller. in one right now. Who knows? Yeah. I love a roller. Yeah, I was, I loved it. Um, And then, and then there's a scene with Taylor about how she's going to pack with Russell. It's very dark. I think that that's usually part of a relationship. I've always packed too. Like she kind of said it like she was begrudgingly doing it, but like one person needs to pack. Yeah, that's what I was going to Also ask. like you you're going to pack to coordinate Nathan? to each other. So yeah, yeah absolutely. I Nathan has a packed bag in, I think in his entire life. That I he doesn't even know what I bring. Yeah, he has no I idea. I pull all the clothes and like have lists for everything we need, but then Matt actually fits. Well, because we're both guys too. So I'm packing for both of us same time. So right. like it makes sense that like, well, we might wear these shirts together or we can mix and match and do this. So I just pack yeah. everything. I yeah, just pack that, everything. I pull it all, but pack everything. physically yeah. packs it because he's way better at getting everything to fit. I'm terrible at that. I'm great here. I'm terrible coming back. Yeah. Um, and then we're heading to the airport, blah, blah, blah. They arrive at the Palm. They're staying at the basketball suite, which was very cool. Um, oh, and Taylor finds out Russell is going oh, yeah. to fly to Scottsdale for work for three hours on Saturday. For three hours, yeah. Which clearly isn't that long of a flight. Um, who knows what he does, where he's going. And, I mean, maybe he's going to ride horses. He is a cowboy. Um, and a hurly cowboy. Russell is obsessed with the minibar and getting naked. He said, can we have the minibar and get naked? I was like, can we just order drinks? Like, why do we need the minibar? Like, can we order cocktails from downstairs yeah well, i don't need cheaper. like vodka on the eye on a rock like I just let's go get like a artisan drink like i was like well, i've never seen somebody so excited for a mini bar he's like what about the mini bar and get naked you I must was like, not naked. know many hurley cowboys. cowboys that's what it is all cowboys want to do is drink from mini <laughs> bars and get naked they Apparently. love they love they love wrapped nuts <laughs> straight up vodka and nakedness um you know what? I'm going to work on my cowboy game. And um, Taylor says, I really wanted to marry for love, not <laughs> to get ahead. And But that's just the hand she was dealt. So yeah, she, she, she had knew to marry. What she was getting she, when she had to him. marry to get ahead. So that's, that's all she had. It's all she was given. And you know what? I feel bad for her. 
I feel bad. That she was burdened with wanting more in life. Right. And this is a very light Kim episode, but I did feel bad when Kim goes to her room, which had like a full kitchen, by the way. That room had a, was massive. Um, it was amazing. I just thought that they should really be playing all by myself. I felt, and honestly, this is going to make me come hard. On, I'm going to come down hard on Kyle. I felt like Kyle has been left Kim this whole time. Yes. She's sitting in that room. No wonder she's drinking. I'm drinking, watching it. Like, I'm just so <laughs> sad because she's like, hi, Kyle, this is Kim. You know how I only know you on this vacation and you abandoned me and left me. Um, I'm about to throw myself on, on this oven. Um, if you could get back to me, it'd be really nice. By the way, you look really pretty, Dave. <laughs> and, and Kyle's like, do you like the sound of me, Mauricio? And I'm like... The poor Kim. I'm like crying. I'm like, no wonder she's obsessed with tor- turtles. Like, what yeah. was she doing? She went to Treasure to Island. That. She watched the event. Everybody left her alone. But and Kyle is so hard on her. And even when earlier... And then she acts like she's taking care of her and she's not even nurturing her at all. Yeah. But in earlier in the episode, Kim mentioned she have a, had a date and everyone gets excited and is kind of teasing like that they want to oh, yeah. come. And Kyle wants to dig her about her taste in men. Oh, yeah. A total dig. She's not nice. Kyle is really, I don't know whether they were going through the throes of it. You know, I I want to give Kyle the benefit of the doubt in the sense that I think when you're dealing with somebody who's had a problem like Kim had for such a long time, Kyle was seeing the signs. And I think that sometimes you get mean because you're so irritated and you right. can't even stand to be around it. You're like, oh, there she is, drunk again. Like, there she is. I can see it in her eyes. Like, I, I see what you're doing. Like, you know what I mean? I want to give Kyle that benefit of a doubt. But there is really, Kyle acts like she's being Mother Teresa and she's being Mother, mother Hey Teresa. Like, I'm like, you're, like, you need to look it outward and see what's going on because you're really coming down hard on her. And you're putting her in situations and, that are going to be more isolating and hard for and, her. And we talked about this. I mean, I do... Under, we don't really see Kim drink that much. So maybe she is arriving drunk and we don't, I don't want to speculate on anybody and Kim's had a hard life and w- what it is um, and relationships are very, very complicated. But I really think that Kyle only sees herself in a situation and really doesn't have enough compassion for Kim. She doesn't have compassion for really anyone. That's Kyle's whole problem is she really never can see beyond herself no that's it's very true i i I think that kyle is very self-involved and you know that's a choice um then we're at dinner um and camille doesn't really drink but she'll have a pickle martini (laughs) she was like this whole episode camille was like i don't drink but i'll have a tequila shot well she's like the girls are really encouraging me to drink but she's, they're not okay, going to I don't know. I remember watching this and I was, I, she has like an intoxicating personality in the sense that like, you're like, now the I realize that she's she just crazy. She's just fucking crazy. Like yeah. I, I'm attracted to crazy. I love crazy people. I love batshit. And that's what it is. I'm like watching this now as an older person. I'm like, this woman is Sybil. Like she's on the verge. Like Her mannerisms, like, the way she moves her mouth, the way right. that she pauses. Like, like in between she's sharon stone spreading her legs right now like i just can't i can't handle i'm watching it and i mean when we get to camille being a dancer i laughed out loud rewound it laughed out loud again it is we'll get there uh it's shocking and then um 
Paul introduces the chefs, and we see yes. more delicious risotto, yummy flatbreads, so all the good That food. shrimp and that butter sauce oh, looks so good. Um, then Paul tells this strange story about how first time that adrian cooked for him he she cooked a frozen chicken breast for five minutes on each side and then brought it to him and then she had a, a dog that a maltese. Was a maltese that misbehaved a lot and was really loud and that was the moment that paul decided she'd be a good mother because she was so patient <laughs> because that dog would never stop yapping well what i heard from that was she can't cook at all, and she raised this dog to be ill-behaved. I was like, none I, of these I, things say good mother to me. <laughs> I think that Adrian can tune out anything, and I yeah. think Paul is extremely impatient. I think what happened was Paul was like, I'm as annoying as that Maltese. Adrian can handle this. <laughs> yeah, no problem. This is going to be great. She loves annoying. I'm in. Um, and then Taylor saw Russell from a distance. And she came after that, that, that black card. I wonder if he had his before or after Madonna and Daniel Stab. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. She, she chased him and she chased him. And this is, this is the point in the dinner where everybody at the table openly talks shit about Russell to his face. They're yeah. like, she chased you. What? For three months. And she, and he's like, yep, I avoided her like the plague. And they're like, what? Are you sure? They're like a man that looks like you ugly. You you didn't go for this. I was like, you you wait you. If I would you, bring out my bathroom mirror for Villa Blanca if it weren't stolen to show you yourself. I I was like, um, am I watching the same? Like he, they are all openly insulting this man. Yeah. <laughs> but face. you know, a few drinks, you it would be shocking. It would be shocking. Yeah, I don't know that. I mean, maybe I would. Who knows me? I can't say what I would do in this situation. I just was watching it. I was like, wow. Wow, 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 wow. I've never seen somebody so openly call somebody ugly and like unattractive and pretty much like has nothing to offer <laughs> to their face. All the, but the why? Why? Well, she came after you. Who? Why? How? Who? 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 What? Who? Where? 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 How? Wow. Were you silent or were you silenced? Like, I'm just, I mean, it was shocking. Um, and then we get to the club. The club. And this is where Camille is out of control. I mean, Camille. First of all, Paul is enjoying it too much. Too it much. It was very uncomfortable how much, like, I, Paul had a witty. He was just, like, yeah. laying back and, like, making it the rain. lips and the face. And I was like, ew. And the like, money. I mean, it would have made me uncomfortable if Camille was a bona fide stripper. Mm -hmm. but she and Camille's like, $5? You're cheap. <laughs> yeah. Kelsey gave me 100 Kelsey gave me Monopoly money. I got three 500s. Um, and then... This was the first time that Russell ever danced with Taylor. Didn't even dance at the wedding. Yeah, thank, so she was shocked. And thank God he didn't. I mean, the dancing was not that he was raising the roof. Guys. He should have been in Scottsdale. Yeah, that was a very Scottsdale dancing. Absolutely. And then we get more Camille dancing. And Camille is literally dancing like she's an 18-year-old on spring break that's been roofied. Like, I was like, how many pickle martinis has this woman had? Like, she is flinging herself. She's on the poles. She's just like, and she's dancing alone, which is fine. But like, I mean, girlfriend's getting it. Like, she's flip, going flip, hard. Yeah. She looks great. But it's just, it's just, it's a lot. And it's Kyle says that she doesn't trust other women around Mauricio. And so she's, you can see her pushing oh, yeah. Mauricio away from Camille with her own body. And I'm like, she's back there sharpening those claws. This is going to, this is scary. I mean, Camille kind of was giving that energy. Like, I think that you, 
you can be yourself, but like there was almost like go go down to the dance floor if you want to dance that way. You don't need to just be dancing so close to everybody else's husband, like insanely. Well, like, I don't think it's a problem that she's dancing around them. I think that the, the it's the interaction with them as a whole. I you know? well, I agree. I, I think the way she's interacting while she's dancing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there was a lot of like intense eye contact. It wasn't like she's just slipping her hair. It's like she's slipping her hair and then looking over at them. It was, I don't think it was purposeful. I don't know that there was any malintent. I just understand how that would make me feel as well. It just seemed like a lot. I mean, it seemed like a lot. And maybe I am that person. I I mean, I go a little wild and I'm not dancing for anybody but myself and Cynthia. Yeah. You and know, we, I love choreography. I'm like, yeah. and everyone. And yes. one, two, three, four. And yes. Go. And, go. And, and I think Camille was doing her choreography. And I really think that Camille just wanted to prove that she could dance like she used to back in yeah, the day. She was a really cool dancer. She And she still is. And it was really cool dancing. And she loves to use those little shoulders. Oh, and she loves a loves shoulder a shimmy. Shoulder shimmy. Um, then we go to everyone at the pool the next day. And Kyle's like, what if I just pushed Camille? And this is where you see first firsthand Teresa, uh, not Teresa, uh, um, Lisa's kind of little manipulation. She was like, yeah, what if we did? She's like, by we, I mean you. Mm-hmm. It'd be great if you pushed her in the pool. Everybody would love it, Kyle, if you pushed Camille in the pool. You should push Camille in the pool. Uh, Lisa is like the little devil on somebody's shoulder. She's like, yes. She was like, you know, it'd be hysterical if you pushed Camille in the pool. I mean, I would never do that. But if you did it, everybody'd love that. You should Everyone would pool. love. You should push her in the pool. Camille would love to be pushed in the pool. Look at her. She's asking to be pushed in the pool. Camille just texted me. She says, I wish Kyle would push me in the pool. <laughs> it's like insane. And then Camille does position herself in the middle of all the husbands instead of the ladies. That's a decision. Yeah. And after she says, I don't drink. She's she like, agrees. I'll take a tequila shot. With the men, because they're so much fun. We're not talking about, like, a blue motorcycle. We're not talking a pina colada. We're talking a straight-up tequila shot. Like, yeah. that's not the drink of somebody that doesn't drink. It's insane. Yeah. And I, I believe that she's probably not the biggest drinker. Oh, I believe that she doesn't drink unless she, she's trying to impress the boys. Exactly. But that's she a does big sports. deal to be able to take a tequila shot and like act like that you're not going to die. That's impressive. It's I would, intense. Yeah. I like tequila is a very specific liquor. Yeah, I can't. I can never. I can. Oh, I can't even do it in a regular drink. It's awful. Uh, but, I'm in my I'm in my tequila era. Love yeah, it right tequila now. Phase. Um, and then LVP and Kyle also are talking about ordering food. And Kyle says she hasn't eaten much that week because she wanted to feel good in Vegas. And we got such a we got such a uh, insight into that on Girls Trip. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel knew like it I, though. I, I, I see. I didn't really know it. I think I've that nobody in Beverly it. Hills eats, so yeah. like it's not shocking to me. Beverly Hills is one of the only cities where you really don't see anybody eat ever. Like, right. Yeah, but New I'm Jersey, always... they're always eating. New York, they're always eating. Honestly, I mean, Atlanta, always eating. And Kenya, always eating before everybody else. <laughs> oh, my God. It drives me crazy. Uh, my blood sugar's low. Yeah, I've, um, I've always picked up on it because she makes little con- – and they're really easy, just like that. Like, that's mm-hmm. so easy to pass. But just right. like how she said, she packs up extra outfits in case she's feeling chubby. Right. When um, she was a bridesmaid in Camille's wedding, she didn't like the dress because she didn't feel like her arms were right. in good shape right there. Like, she just always is 
Well, I, she's also a very petite, late woman. So yes. when you're that small, when you're that small, like five pounds can change how your body looks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think she's my height. I think she's five two. Yeah, so it, it really... I mean, I'm I consider my I'm five nine. Um, and for a guy, even like if I gain ten pounds, it affects exact ev how everything fits on me, mm -hmm. and I can definitely see it. So like ten pounds to me, it five pounds to Kyle, maybe even two she can really feel it. And yeah. I, under, I understand that. And, yeah. Um, but you can tell she's super hard on herself. Yeah. She never wears like in all of the seasons, she all the always has covers all up the moo and moo -moos. Yeah. She never wears bathing suits. She's really. Except when um, Erica made her in Greece, like really mm -hmm. own it, which I, you know, love that moment. Um, then we go to everyone at dinner again. And this is Kyle and Lisa get there first and neither of them know what, alcohol they drink and i love that no that they have no idea what they drink and it's patron and belvedere right right and kyle does not drink patron anymore i i i, I also like kyle always pretending that she doesn't know how to make margarita is shocking to me i'm like girl what does she drink now Casamigos? i'm sure she drinks not patron yeah probably casamigos maybe don julio i like patron but I, you know i don't do tequila but i love belvedere Love Belvedere. So good. Um, and and LVP says I'm eating like a fat little pig. Love that. No, love I this was dinner. like, stop. No, no, I love eating like a fat little pig. I love it too. I always but... eat like like I you go need to comment in. on it. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, you know, I feel like it's hard when nobody else is eating Eats, around yeah. you. Also, they never seem to have a meal. They're always having like small plate chair appetizers. So true. It was like bizarre. Oh, I need a New Jersey. That's that's why Ugh. I could only ever be in Jersey. I love that they're the, the only one that have actual food. I know. I feel I like I wouldn't it. even fight with anyone because I would just be like. I would be at those huge charcuterie boards. Yeah. I would just be I, every combination of meat and cheese. Be like Colony, what do you think? I'm like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm having Jennifer Aiden's designer send me another dress in a different size because I just ate this whole table yeah. full of food. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't hear what anyone was saying. I was just drinking Alfredo. I literally just ate. I dunked my head in the fresh mozzarella maker machine and just, oh, I'm bobbing for fresh mozzarella. Oh, um, oh yes. Dreams, right? Wow. And then That's what we're doing for our 40th. <laughs> bobbing for fresh mozzarella. You know, I'm in a superb bobber yes. i can my mom made us bob for apples at every single party we ever she'd be like oh fourth of july let's bob for apples Ew. did <laughs> you all bob in the same thing yeah oh wow i mean we're family it wasn't like strangers but i mean now that does seem unsanitary yeah but it didn't matter because i am the best bobber one time i got 21 apples out in one minute what also, why did we have a tub with 21 apples? Who knows? Actually, there were more. I think there were 50 apples in the tub. It was a massive tub. Yeah, I'm a super okay, bobber. Okay, guys, if we ever do a live show, we are definitely going to have Josh bobbing for shit. I'm just, anything. Please write in. I'll bob for whatever you want. Ro bobbing for rubber duckies. Bobbing, bobbing for bunnies. Oh, um, bobbing for handsome Nicks because out of nowhere, handsome Nick shows up in Las Vegas. What? You're just here in this private dining room in Las but, Vegas at the ball? Because he and Trish allegedly have business there and Trish Where's allegedly Trish? exists. Where where the fuck is Trish? Yeah. He's like, you know me and Trish, we're here. And I'm like, well, where's Trish? Does she not eat dinner? Does she not want to come join you at this dinner? And if you're just popping in, oh, 
You and Trish have no plans. You can just now tag along for the rest Trish, of the evening. Trish doesn't want to come to dinner. And Trish kiss Camille hungry. on the lips. And hold her hand. Like, the, I mean, the kiss was crazy. But first off, she's like, hello. And then Mauricio was like, is this Kelsey? <laughs> like this, I was like, I was like, this poor, this poor man has never seen Frazier. He has no idea who Kelsey is. This Kelsey? No, he does because they were doing business. But I, yeah. I thought I loved that. That was that hilarious. Was that was brilliant. I, I mean, through this, I can't imagine being in that room because I was almost uncomfortable through the screen. I was like, this is a lot. And they were holding hands for no reason. Then yeah. they kiss on the lips. Man. Camille is Martha May Huvier. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Where the fuck? I Did I everybody. have a crush on handsome Nick? Nick. I didn't ask you that. <laughs> like, no. Get out of here. You're Cindy Lou Who. You're interviewing her. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. And Mayor Mayhew came in and they, I mean, it's just baffling to watch. And I mean, I was laughing. They bring out the cotton candy. And the ding-dongs. And the ho-hos. <laughs> well, the ho-ho was already at the table. But yes, she was. They, they picked up Camille and they put her on a platter. <laughs> and like, she, oh, and she, she spread herself and said, oh, oh, who's Nick? Where's he at? Where's Trisha? Where's Trisha? Where the fuck's Trisha? Trisha wasn't there. Trisha wasn't there. I don't like to be lied to. But I... I couldn't stop laughing watching Taylor eat that cotton candy. I mean, it's one of the funniest scenes, uh, scenes on television. was inhaling it. <laughs> if it didn't dissolve, she would have been choked. But she's like rolling it around. <laughs> it was just, it's so funny. I was howling laughing. I mean, it was hysterical. I just don't, like this whole dinner, especially was if I outrageous. Been some Belvies and you would have been having your Patron. I would have been shocked, aghast. Like I would have been drooling on the table. This was a dream come true. I would have been like, what? (laughs) What? I would have been loving it. The gossip that was coming out of this dinner. I would I would I couldn't have handled it if I was drinking. I would have laughed out loud. I might have had I might have had to excuse myself at a moment to go to the bathroom. On your legs from how hard I was drilling my No, I I would have. I would have laughed out loud. I would have laughed right in their faces. I could not have handled how bizarre that was. I know myself in a moment when I'm drinking like that. There are times that I just have to remove myself because I'm like, is this really happening? Like, is this real life? What am I watching? What am I watching? Insane. Woo. Oh, woo. Woo. I'm, I'm exhausted from thinking about it. And then, I mean, I can't, honestly, I can't even read. I can't stop thinking that Taylor eating that cotton candy. Can you imagine <laughs> watching that in person? Also, that huge bowl of cotton candy was so it was necessary. Huge, but her mouth is so huge. And sometimes <laughs> I feel like that it's justified that she got those huge lips. Because her mouth she would look is bizarre. enormous. <laughs> like, you know, they could have all been having tennis lessons with handsome Nick. And if he didn't have shorts with pockets to hold the extra balls, she could have held them in her mouth. Also, what was that flirting? She goes, where are you going to put those balls? I was like, and he was like, I've got lots of places. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Have you never why, seen tennis before? Why is handsome Nick shoving those balls in places? <laughs> like, I was like, is this flirting? Like, what's going on? Uh, back to the cotton candy. Um, and then we have this weird scene of these, like, literal, I mean, the retirement community at the Jay-Z concert. I was 
like if it's too loud, you're too old, and I'm too old. <laughs> the dancing was terrible. Nobody knew what was going on. There was the weird shimmying. I mean, it was bizarre. And LVP was commenting on the language, and I'm like, you guys all have terrible mouths. Why? Especially why Lisa. You yeah. know that Lisa, is even off, especially off camera, is cursing like a sailor. That's because- not, and so I'm like, why does it matter that Jay-Z is dropping a fuck when you drop all the time? Right. I mean, who's uncomfortable by that? Not me. Please not keep me. doing it. And once again, why do you not know any Jay-Z songs? <laughs> well, I mean, I just don't think it's his demographic in the sense I of agree, like but rich think- 50-year-old white women. Totally. But I just feel like why would you go? Point, why would uh, I? Every time I go to a concert, I do research. Yeah, and at that point, he was at his prime. Like he was married to Beyonce, so like the year before, they had just had Bonnie and Clyde. Like you don't know that song. You don't know I Empire State of Mind. You like you've never I heard mean, Big Pimpin'. I I do. I am familiar, but I have to say that my soul relates to fifty-year-old white women. And I do listen to Celine Dion almost every day. I mean, so I you know understand. That I to Louis Prima and Tony <laughs> Bennett every day. My Not heart, bringing out Louis Prima. My, my heart and soul are like an 110 year old woman. Like <laughs> Louis Armstrong, Louis Prima. I love the Louis. The Louis. I just, oh, Ella Fitzgerald, Lena yeah. Horne. Well, Leo, you know, you those know are his, my people. You know, his Bing name Crosby is Louis Jay Z. Yes. I still like Jay-Z and I still know Jay-Z. I, you're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Um, like, yes, I. It was, it was strange. It was strange to watch. Then they go up for what seemed to be like it was going to like become a like nice after party. Camille leaves because nobody's paying attention to her. I don't know what happened there. That was bizarre. She, she was like, bye. Martha May has an interview to do. Does anybody want to beg me to stay? <laughs> I'm leaving. By the way, oh, I closed the door. If you can't hear me, my feet are going. Oh my God, is that handsome Nick? Where's Trish? Uh, yeah, like it was just like a bizarre, like nobody cared. And she yeah. was like, I'm leaving and nobody cared. Once um, nobody again, said bye. I'm, going. I'm going. Oh, uh, guys, I forgot my purse. I'm back, but I'm leaving again. Anybody want to keep me here? Oh, really no, quick. Nobody. What time are we meeting again tomorrow? Right. Yeah, it was, it was, it was weird. And then I think that we saw when Naked Mini Bar Mm -hmm. bar had too many drinks and Taylor was having too much fun. I have to say, I mean, I did say that I wasn't going to speak. I wasn't going to speak ill of this man. This man is a dementor. Mm -hmm. I felt the chill in my room when I watched this. He sucked the air out of that room. When he walked up, I felt, I mean, we didn't say it, but now we say it because it was... Like my blood turned. I out. mean, I I mean, I don't know. I I would have walked away again. The the for me to feel it outside of the television to be in that space that had to feel almost like I mean he, he I mean this is mean to say, but he felt like a murderer to me when he walked up and just stood behind her. I was like, oh, this is not good. Like this is this and is then bad. He says, "Do you want to go get some food or something?" And she just literally. Stops. No words, puts down her drinks and gets up. And you know it had to be so chilling because Oh my god. No one said anything. Well, and I appreciate this is what I do appreciate. I appreciate until next season 
nobody said anything. There were plenty, there was plenty of our opportunity for somebody to say any something in the confessional. You can tell how serious this is. Right. Because they're not, like, this is this is real. Like this it's is usual real. for your your friends when you're all drunk, especially. Like if Nathan came up to you and was like, babe, I gotta go to bed. I would like, right. actually say, like, one more drink, one more, you know, like that's right. just normal. Right. If you're tired, you're tired. No, like no big deal. Yeah, like, no big deal. You. But like you don't both have to leave. You know, like we're kicking, we're in the middle no, of No, this our was crime. like this is like I'm taking you back to the room and we're gonna go fight. Like this yeah. is this is like, like you're, you're in done. trouble. Yeah, this yeah. is over. And all you, of them just are like, oh, okay, goodbye. Oh, uh, goodbye. It gave me like visceral chills. I I feel like because I noticed it then. Obviously, we know we we noticed it then. And well, we still didn't. Feel... You know, we were like, well, I mean, the way that Taylor had described their relationship, she was like twenty percent love, eighty percent business. Oh no, I, was, I knew he was. It dark. was like I I can. Well, I I knew he was dark. But I think rewatching this, you really feel. No, it. I knew it then. I knew. You, it then. you knew it was that dark. Uh, yeah, I, I, it made I didn't me know sick. it. Was, it, it made me. I mean, I wreck today. I, it almost made me sick watching no, it, it again. It like then. I was like, I mean, it made me sick. I, I mean, I, I'm actually speechless. I don't know if I've other than watching like something uh, like watching snapped or like something like, <laughs> like the identity channel, watching something about like Richard Ramirez, like an actual serial killer. I don't know that I've ever really had that kind of reaction in my body when that yeah. happened and nothing really happened. It was no, just yeah. really, really, uh, I mean, to something on TV, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, no, oh yeah. To something on TV. Yeah. You, you know, I, I don't know if something in a reality show has ever made me feel that dark. Like I was like, Oh, like, like I almost felt like, I mean, like see something, say something like this was like in a way and, and there's nothing you can really but do. But like, I, think, I was like scared. I was yeah. like, if I would have witnessed that, I would have, I mean, I don't know what you do. I been, no, we, but we, I think that that's what, I think that. It's hard when you're in a situation moment, like that exactly. too. And I think as that, somebody, as an outsider, if somebody doesn't come to you, you can't really say anything. I mean, right. it's. And I think that their reaction <gasps> showed how dark it was. Cause like Oh yeah, I said, they stopped. They knew. They when knew. you are like a normal reaction in that moment in a healthy relationship, you're like, oh no, stay. But every single one of them just dropped it. And every, like, I, oh, I yeah. feel like that they all probably were done after that too, because it's just so dark. Yeah, I would have wanted to go out. And honestly, Sometimes you can't really say anything or you can't. It no, well, and because, because the person isn't going to acknowledge it either. And they're going to make you feel crazy. And then they're going to get in more trouble. They're going right. to get punished when more. When that's why they make you feel more crazy. Like, I mean, yeah, uh, we've, we've been in situations and I've been in a situation and I've seen things happen. Next day you say something to the person. They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. And you're like, oh. oh but oh, if, oh. I feel like if And you Kyle... have to follow that lead. Like, what do you do? Like, you can't call the police. Yeah. Like if, if the person doesn't isn't ready to get help, then you know it's just and it's just scary. I mean, it's it, like it was, you're putting that person in more danger sometimes, and, and you feel bad. Yeah, you're like, what can I do? Because like, you're, but I'm just saying, it, saying something yeah. that the other like Russell. If someone said something, if Kyle was like, let Taylor oh, yeah. stay with me, Kyle or Russell would have been even more mad at Taylor, and she well, would have even. And I, worse. I, I think that that is why it comes to head in season two. I think that there were probably so many situations where they could feel it and they're like, we don't say anything, but it's gotten to the point where like, you have pulled us all so far into this. Cause we've it's impossible to, to be around. It's impossible to be around and it's, 
it gets to the point where you you almost feel like I can't be around you and continue to let this happen. So if you're going to, if you would like to live in this narrative, then we just can't be around you anymore because I feel responsible now. Like there, there comes a point where you're like, I know I can't do anything and you're not going to let me help. But you know, I just felt, it's just, Oh, I mean, I, it gives me the TV. Yeah, me too. Okay, on to something more exciting. <laughs> Sorry, less, guys. Less dark. Um, Please we, reach out. If anyone ever has made you absolutely. feel like Absolutely. Yeah. We, there are people that love you and will help you. If you saw this scene and it felt normal to you, it's not normal. Yeah. And it's not okay. And um, But then we go to the split scene of the aftermath of Vegas. So that's the end of that. Um, I guess they had one more day, half a day before they got on the plane. Who knows how long they were in Vegas after that. I don't know why there weren't cameras there. Um, really odd to me why there weren't cameras there. But um, uh, Kyle, and maybe there just weren't cameras on the plane because there weren't cameras on the plane there. So like maybe- Did they fly commercial? I doubt it. Well, because usually when they fly commercial, even though they'll fly first class, there won't be cameras, but they'll have- one of them will film like on their phone or something. It, 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 it's just, we, yeah, I know. I'm just, uh, the weird part to me was, you know, Adrian took a private jet to Sacramento. It's right. only a 45 minute flight from maybe, maybe they didn't, maybe they all arrived at different times. Maybe they all left at different times. I don't really know. The timeline's weird. It's just weird that this wasn't caught on camera because so Kyle and Farrah are jean shopping. And then simultaneously you've got Camille and Lisa also shopping to explain to us what happened. And they're both, reiterating the story from their point of view. So Kyle says, so Camille's going to go to Hawaii. She always goes to Hawaii. She's going on spring break. Kyle says that she says, oh, is Kelsey meeting you? Um, and then she says, no. And Kyle says, well, that's brave. Um, because and like, Kyle, what are you going to do? What are you going to do there yeah. while you're there? She's at just, I mean, it sounds like she's just trying to have a conversation. I, I don't know how many questions were asked because Camille did feel somewhat threatened. And she says, uh, why does this bother you so much? And like, I and mean, she felt I, like she's being interrogated. Yes. And so I want to know if it was just that, that one question or are you asking like, but what are you going to do there? Like, how can you be there without your husband? Like, what are you going to do without your husband? You're like, I don't know how many questions were asked. I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Yes. Cause um, Camille was with LVP and says that she feels like, Kyle's interrogating her and she says that Kyle asked, what would anyone be interested in? Why would anyone be interested in you without Kelsey? And I am 100% sure that Kyle did not say that. Absolutely. And that is exactly what Camille heard because that's how Camille was feeling at the time. Um, that is an inner dialogue kind of thing. I think Kyle was genuinely asking, well, is Kelsey going? Like you haven't seen him. And, well, and Kyle goes on vacation with her husband, you know, well, I, so, like, that's no, I think her. it was a harmless question. Yeah. And I think Kyle's reaction was like, wow, that's brave. Like, it wasn't like, she was like, I could not go on vacation with these little kids without my husband. Like, I need him there. I want to go on vacation with my husband. You know, I just, I think to her that that was just like, wow, like, I, I've never heard of that before. Like, families go on vacations together. And Camille did hear, like, why would you be anywhere without, like, why is anybody interested in you without Kelsey? Which is not what was meant to be said, but it is, it's interesting to watch because it kind of does put perspective into like how 
people hear what they want to hear or what's mm-hmm. making them feel a certain way. And I mean, I actually loved this candid conversation with Lisa because Lisa goes, Lisa literally says to Camille's face, um, I don't see your point of view. Like, right. that's not what you said. Like, this isn't what happened. Um, I don't see your point of view. And so, you know, I think that this is more of a Camille problem. I, I really am so interested in this timeline. Have Camille and Nick always had this relationship? Was this relationship spawning because of Kelsey? Where is Trisha? Like, where, where, what is going on here? Like, this is clearly some sort of, I mean, there's a whole conglomeration of issues that are about to explode. And Kyle, I mean, rolled her eyes at Camille this whole episode. So she already didn't like her. And this is going to give her the standing to really start a feud. You're such a fucking liar, Camille. And I think that this is such a good example. Like, I love that we get to see this because I think that most housewives fights are like this and fights in real life. Because Absolutely. I the mean, way that's what that you interpret real. things people say is a lot of times really different than how people mean it or what they actually said. Right. And so, especially when there are drinks involved, especially, you know. Well, I think that that's what actually makes Housewives compelling is because we do get to see the whole of everything. And in your real life, you're only seeing it from your point of view. Right. So... Of course, in your mind, well, you could be right or wrong. Not everybody always has to be right. But in your mind, that scenario went one way. Right. But when you're watching it, you're watching what happened. And then you're watching everybody else tell the story how they saw it. Yeah. And so I think that that's where there become you become super fans of people. Because I think that what happens a lot of times is that you're like, oh, well, I saw it that way, too. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of start to empathize. And And then you believe their version always. Because you also see things in a similar way to them. Right. That you kind of view the world in a similar way. Or you're going through something the same way. I mean, all I have to say is that Lisa Rinna wasn't the original lips of Beverly Hills. (laughs) That's all I have to say. Mm -hmm. Watching Taylor, I was like, I wish the lip, I wish we would have had a lips off. I I would like to bring Taylor back. I think Taylor, I'm excited to see her on Girls Trip. I think that Taylor, and I know we will get in dive deep into the Taylor. I don't know if there's goodness within her, but I think she added a certain spice to this group and mystery and spunkiness that like really was interesting. I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, I mean, even her at, at Yolanda's house with David Foster, like those little moments really, they really, it's a special sauce there. Yeah, and I wonder if she wanted to stop doing reality, you know. Well, she married that guy and moved to Colorado. But then they did marriage boot camp or family therapy. One of the couples therapy, she did one of those shows with him. Right. I I think what happened was, is that he must have had to live in Colorado. Yeah. You know, there must have been no option for like to live half time. And, you know, Kennedy might have been getting older. She had already been through so much. Um, and maybe she, you know, maybe Taylor just needed time away. Yeah, um, she did. Because if you watched her on couples therapy or whatever, oh my gosh. I, I, I had to stop watching those shows. I couldn't, I didn't believe the therapists. I felt like yeah. they were poking and prodding and there were, there was a lot of fake there, but there were a lot of real relationships that they were really messing with. Absolutely. And, and I didn't find that to be ethical. And that's all we're here. Honestly, this is a podcast about ethics. <laughs> 
all we're here is to endorse morality and ethics. So if that's what you came here, I have to end with, who's your saint in center? My saint, I had a lot of saints. Jay-Z, Rosia, and Adrian's hair tinsel because it's just so fascinating Oh my God, to me I love it. I that love it's like, it. She's I want a rich it. woman in Beverly Hills, and it's so tacky. So I know, trashy. and it makes, she makes makes me want it. When I just sit there and I look at her face when she was rolling her eyes at Camille, I was like, "Wow, that thick tinsel." That I was like, tinsel. "I wish I could be so rich and look so trashy too." Exactly. Like I want to be in a sky top down, with tinsel in my hair. Saint she came down to the pool with her mm -hmm. tinsel and her visor. I was like, "Wow, wow. that is a choice." <laughs> And people are still just falling all over you. Like, this is actually fascinating. Wealth gives you everything. Really? Like, you can just walk around like that, and people still will do whatever you say. Wow. Right. Incredible. Uh, my saint was the cotton candy scene. The lips, the scene, the moment. I mean, I can't... I. It's been a while since I've sat in my living room and I mean, I was knee slapping. It was, well, I also think the reaction of like, when they would like pan to Mauricio of him watching her eat it. Everyone was, watching it, yeah. Because like, <laughs> her eyes were closed and she was enjoying it so much. And, you know, I don't know, I can't. I, it was I, fascinating. I, I, it was, I mean, it was like, a Discovery Channel show, like you and me, baby, we ain't nothing but mammals. Uh, I was, uh, that's me just watching and so watch. Well, that's me all the time. I am always watching people at restaurants. So I'm like, <gasps> look at her eat that. Did you hear that? She's getting a divorce. Can you believe it? Yeah. Nathan's always like, we don't know them. Where's Trisha? Did we you do know. Trisha's missing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, could we have a moment? Did you see that? She just dropped that poached pear on her foot. That's amazing. Um, and then my center um, was Russell. That energy, I couldn't, I couldn't that even moment. I know. I, look at me. Last week I was like, I will never speak of <laughs> I think it's too far. <laughs> I think I think I could never go this far. Speaking yeah. of the dead, it was just it was, it was really. Yeah. I think it was just really triggering and emotional for me. So I just couldn't even make like right. bring it up again in the like in my Saint Center. So my Center is also kind of dark. It's body dysmorphia. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we wanted to go with something a little lighter. Right. Body I, I, I could never go so dark. Josh. We, we could never talk never. about domestic abuse, but we could absolutely I would never. talk about eating disorders. I would never. Oh. <laughs> oh, Camille, Scarlet. you send me your nanny. Oh, I have fallen ill as, as June. As, as June. I have diphtheria. The scarlet fever's taken over. Oh, Scarlet, Scarlet, can you please make me a dress out of those curtains? I need something to keep June warm. Oh. <laughs> We're going to Tara. Uh, yes. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Jude falls ill. Camille's shocked. <laughs> Bye, my last payment. I'll see you at the bar at two. We're going to talk about Jude and his illness. Have you seen? Uh, have you heard? Have you heard? Oh, I don't know what's happening, but I got to go play some tennis with Nick. And we don't know where Trish is. We don't know about Trish. But we do know that Jude is very ill. One day we might see that boy again. Um, And that's it, guys. Next week. Next week is where it really heats up. And we are, I think next week we're going to New York. I think next week we're going to Oklahoma on your ass. I think next, if not, it's the week Pack after. Pack your bags. We're traveling the world. We're going to go see Kelsey Grammer and Lakaja Fall. And we're, we're, well, Camille doesn't. 
So yeah, that's true. <laughs> here we go. That's true. Camille's not a fan. I hope she was like online on like Yelp leaving 5,000 bad reviews. <laughs> the worst <laughs> show in history. She's like from Jude G. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you cough, cough. <laughs> I am ill with diphtheria in bed. <laughs> I have summoned all of my strength for today to write this review. She's like, this, this review comes from Jude G's nanny number three. How dare Kelsey Grammer cheat on Camille? What a nefarious thing to do. Disgusting. Uh, disgusting. Okay, guys. Well, we love you. We love you. We love you. Yes. And see us next week. Please like, rate, rate, and review us. Give us five stars. And you can give us five stars on Spotify and Apple now. Right. So. Absolutely. Give us a review and we'll send you out 55 Hail Marys and you're such a fucking liar, Camille. Come and all on. the cotton candies. We'll give you cotton oh. candy. We'll supply you with a whole bowl. And follow us on Instagram at Housewives Heretics. Yep, yep, yep. Thanks for being great parishioners. We love you. Amen, bitches. They bless you. Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen bitches. bitches.